0: Welcome to episode two of the Elite Health Podcast. I'm Azri. I'm teaching you how to build muscle and lose fat with the help of our guests on this podcast to improve your life, improve your mindset. So if you want to learn more, stay in the community. And today I'm joined by Brad Willis, a good friend of mine from Dubai. We have met in the mastermind and he's an incredible, incredible 23 year old, same age as me and has achieved so much in life and in bodybuilding. So Brad, he is not just a one-trick pony, he's got a lot off his sleeves and a lot to uncover. Give us a little introduction into yourself.
1: Yeah, so I'm Brad Willis, I'm 23, I'm from the UK. You know, I've been bodybuilding since I was around 16 years old, so I started off young, and I know you started off, you know, young as well, we're both the same age, so, you know, like I say, bodybuilding is, is, is my passion, bodybuilding is what I do, and again, I believe in whatever you do in life just focus on one thing and master master your craft and that's what i'm trying to do 100 percent you know you've become the best of the best give us a
0: little overview on your titles what you've actually achieved as well in your bodybuilding career so you're also on instagram as well and that's something that you've built up to where it is right now
1: yeah so i started competing first of all i started bodybuilding when i was 16 i first competed when i was 17 you know as we all start you know as a local local competition so I started off in local competitions, built up, built up. You know, winning all the local competitions around my area, which is back home in the, in the UK and Newcastle. You know, won every kind of, I pretty much won every junior title that's there. Winning from the kind of the local shows, winning to the British title, won the world. Um, so yeah, we won everything on a junior level, then moved into, moved into the men's.
0: That is absolutely insane. If you could give us the one thing that helped you start your fitness journey, I think this applies to everyone. I really don't think it matters what age you are, as long as you're getting
1: started and making the change. So what was it that made you make the change? What made me make the change into bodybuilding is a really good story because um, you know, I've always played sport at a high level and then obviously I did bodybuilding at a high level. So before I started the bodybuilding, I was into football, so soccer there was watching from America. So I was into football and I used to play at a high level and I used to have a problem with, with my leg when I used to play football where there was always a problem where my knee used to swell all the time so long story short the physiotherapist kept telling me you know i need to start training my legs i need to start building up my legs building up my glutes especially to to support the, the stabilization of the knee and i would always always put it off you know i was always one of them would, would say yeah yeah i'll do it i'll do it the problem kept happening you know i never used to do it i never used to take action and then one day you know the problem becomes so bad i was like um you know I'll, i'm gonna start to train i'm gonna start to train i originally went to the gym with my brother for the first time i was around 16 we did some legs we did some chest and i always remember like it was the best feeling in the the world like just being when you go somewhere and you know you just you believe you belong there and that was actually how I originally started bodybuilding so I just started weight training just to support my football and then after that I just become so passionate about it I actually put the football to one side and just was tunnel vision on the bodybuilding from then from that day
0: I love to hear it and I always say it's always the fear of the first step that stops people taking the first step. Fear is a big thing in stepping up at every stage in your life and you know that. So how did you really overcome fear in not just bodybuilding, in your life and everything that you've done? You're a 23 year old with the freedom to live where you want, do what you want. So how did that really come to fruition?
1: I think when it comes to overcoming fear, you know, anything you do in life involves risk and I believe no risk, no reward. You know, and I've always had the mentality of, you know, you set out, you must achieve it. You know, I'm. I always say I'm scared of failure. So no matter what I do, whether I do bodybuilding, whether I do football, whether I do business, I'm scared of failure. And you know, I'm not going to turn up somewhere and give fifty percent. I have to turn up and give a hundred percent. And that's whether it's bodybuilding. No matter how many times it takes to train, no matter how business, no matter how many hours it takes to succeed in business, you have to do it. And I think if you're willing to put in the effort. that you will overcome the fear because you can outwork fear. People are only feared of failure and what breaks failure is hard work and passion. And you will, I believe you will always do it. So you've done incredibly well at that
0: and really building the momentum as well to continuously push past the barriers. And I think that that's what builds the thick skin for you to be able to do it again and again and again, right? Because it doesn't seem as hard the second time, third time, fourth time that you're pushing past into that fear. So what helped you along your journey and what kind of obstacles have come up on your journey and how did you overcome those?
1: Yeah, so, you know, when I originally started out in bodybuilding, I would like to say I had an extremely successful streak. From every competition that I did, I won. You know, from every kind of sponsor behind me and supporting me, I lived a very, very good kind of teenage life, you know, of, of, of success. And I believe, you know, like it's it's great, you learn a lot of things, but I believe you learn more when you lose you learn more from your losses than you do from your wins. And when I when I was around 20, that's when I started to run into some kind of major obstacles of of injury, leading to surgeries. You know, I've 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 had two two knee surgeries, and that's not from kind of training aspect. It's more from a genetic aspect. Um, you know, and just running into injury after you know not being able to do what I only do. Like when you when you bodybuild full time, I always I always say this like. You can be from hero to zero very quick because you rely on one thing. And due to the injury, you know, that's obviously... When when I was 16, like, I started off in a normal job when I was 15. I mean, going back to kind of the the, the schooling times, you know, schooling was not for me. You know, it personally was not for me because I I knew what I wanted to do in life from the age of 15. You know, so I was a dropout in school and I started working when I was 15. But still, the nine till five also was not for me. So I started the bodybuilding at 16. I worked up, I built my physique, you know, from 16... That's when I got my first ever paid sponsorship, which I'm pretty still confident to this day is probably the youngest guy ever, to be on a paid salary at 16 years old to bodybuild. You know, and it wasn't great, but it's a salary of of where I can buy my food. And then since then, you know, I worked up, worked up, and I was a sponsored athlete. You know, I worked, I I was living off sponsorships because I marketed myself very well up until the age of 20. And that's when I started running into injuries. That's when I could, my, my training had to really scale back after my show. And yeah, like I said, that really opened my eyes to stop becoming a brand of my own. You know, not just promote other brands. And, of course, I still, you know, work with close sponsors to this day. But I'm also a brand of my own. I'm a name of my own now. I built up my own name. And that's something that's going to last forever. So, you know, kind of what – sorry, I, I kind of scaled off track. So the question that you asked was – what was the question that you asked? And I'll
0: No, no, you're absolutely fine. And I think that is like a really good topic to go into as well. So we did discuss this as well. Most people are narrow-minded in terms of what they can actually achieve because everyone's got the same excuses. Like, I don't have time. This is too hard. It won't work for me. And this person is better than me because of X, Y, Z, right? They have better genetics. They have more time in a better position, whatever it is. So how did you scale past that, listen to yourself in terms of what you wanted to achieve and what did you really find
1: worked for you yeah so like when you say about looking at other people that they have better genetics and things it's, you know it's all down to comparison and i think comparison breaks a lot of people's dreams of what they can actually achieve themselves you know and, and this is something i always say to people like your journey or someone else's journey yes i appreciate it, i support it i follow it but it's got nothing to do with my journey you know I, I think if everyone stays in their own lane and concentrates on what they do on a day-to-day basis that will allow you to get much further. And I think too many people cross lanes too many times. And they, you know, it's it, I will say that everybody I follow on my Instagram, I'm inspired by them. I'm inspired by looking at them. I simply do not follow anybody who puts me down, who thinks, oh, he's got better genetics than me, or you know, he's got a way better business than me. And it negatively puts me down. If I feel like that, I will say, one, he's not an inspiration to you. Two, you shouldn't be following him. Yeah, you should be following people, looking up to people, watching what you open up on your phone on a daily basis, of things that's gonna drive you forward every single day. Whether it's education, whether it's motivation, whether it's kind of looking at physiques that you want to aspire to be like. Make sure that it's, you know, it inspires you. It does not you know kind of derail you. I think that's a really big one.
0: You've done that incredibly well. And I really, really do hope that every single person understands that this applies to everyone. I feel like everyone looks at you and they're in this mindset of, you know, he's already at this level and that's why he thinks like this. I'm sure you have this mindset all the way back before you started and that's why you got to where you are. People who are 30, 40, heavily overweight and want to just lose the belly to get rid of the fat and look slim and just feel healthy and confident, you can apply this to your life. You can really take this away and make sure that you're upgrading your mentality so you can get to that physique. Regardless of where I was at and where I wanted to go, I always looked up to people like yourself, bodybuilders, who are on that many levels higher than me. Because I always say, you know, you shoot for the moon, you land upon the stars. If that's who you're looking up to, you'll at least get 80% there. Mm -hmm. If you go consistently, if you go aggressively and you really push into that, you will get 80% of the way there. And it's the self-limiting beliefs as to what you can achieve that really stop you on your way there. So, for you what kind of self-limiting beliefs do you feel you pushed past as to what may have stopped you and how did you really get past that
1: yeah so like you know pushing past self-limiting belief one thing i want to touch upon as well is you know bodybuilding you know developing a physique whichever one you, you want to categorize it under you know to me it's very it's very similar where your physique development lifestyle bodybuilding okay it's building muscle and one thing i always believe in when it comes to developing a physique has been the greatest teacher in my life, not just for developing a physique, for for business, for overcoming setbacks, for over like for handling emotions, all these different things. Because one thing it teaches you is discipline, and I believe if you have discipline for anything, you will be successful. And you know, like handling overcoming setbacks, and it's simply what you put in, you will get out. So that's really bodybuilding as such has allowed me to push back so many, push past so many limits that I've done in life not just with physique, but kind of overcoming fear as well, like you said.
0: Yeah, this is something that I think everyone should be looking up to in terms of your mindset around everything. And it's something to be highly respected because of course, this leaks into every area of your life. Like as you mentioned, your business life, your personal life as well. How has things around family, friends all changed from from when you started, where you're at right now? How do you really view all of this in your current position? And Where do you see yourself now, and where would you like to improve on as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, when it comes to friends, family relationships, like we can speak on that. Like, first of all, you know, I'm very lucky I have a supportive family in what I do, and they've always been supportive of what I do from the football to the bodybuilding to the business. You know, but one thing I would say, not everybody has that. So, I want to kind of speak more on the people who don't have that, who don't really get that support. And I always think is, you know, as long as if you have a dream, you have a passion yourself, it doesn't matter who supports you. Because I guarantee when you're successful, everyone will support you. But the main thing is, is believing in yourself before you get that success. Like everybody knows when you're successful, everybody wants to be your your friend. Everybody knew you could have been successful. Everybody told you. They didn't tell you, you know, no one was there following you on the journey. And you always remember the people who do. But not everybody has that. So... I think, you know, just have that kind of tunnel vision success of what you want to achieve. And, you know, involve yourself around positive communities. Like, you know, I've flown out here to Dubai, you know, to do great business events, meet people like yourself. And it's involved myself in communities of like-minded people who have massive goals in life. Of course, you know, you, you, you I always have friends, family, etc. But when you can involve yourself around people with the same dreams, same goals as you, it does nothing but level you up. And then speaking on the friend side, you know, like, when you kind of start off, if you're at a school level, if you're at a kind of beginner's level with bodybuilding, beginner's level, everything, you always kind of create a friends group wherever you go. And I think a lot of people fear kind of changing the friends group. Like, they feel like they must keep the friends that they, and it's not, I'm not saying put anyone to aside, but it's, in, in life, things evolve and think of life, things transition. And you know what, my goals were five years ago. My my goals are very different now of kind of who I speak to on a daily basis, who I involve myself with. I never said, you know, put anyone to a side, but just don't be scared to evolve in friendship groups to make yourself better, like moving into mentors, moving into different coaches, moving into different friendship groups. Yeah, like be open to evolve.
0: 100%. I think you can always respectfully understand and acknowledge that your values don't align with the people that you may have been around before and know that you need to be around different people to make sure that you're getting to the next level as well because of course you need to do what's in the best interest of yourself to help others as well if you're constantly staying in the same place it's very very difficult to progress as well and that's not me saying that you know you have to put anyone to the side that's you understanding that your actual goals are going to change so What are your goals right now? So I know that's a big, big question as well. And it's probably the cringiest one that you've probably heard again and again. So what do you feel your your vision is and what you would want to achieve?
1: Yeah, so my goals now, you know, I always kind of have the long-term vision plan. I always think having a long-term vision plan is very important, but... In order to achieve the long-term vision plan, you must have short-term goals of what you're going to be working towards. You know, what are you working towards the next 3, 6, 12 months? I mean, obviously, if you're ticking those boxes, the long-term goal is going to come around a lot quicker. So, you know, like kind of the goals that I'm working on right now is, of course, the bodybuilding related, you know, continue to develop my bodybuilding, get in the pro, getting, turning pro for me is a big thing. We you know it's been a childhood dream is to turn pro. And, you know, then in terms of, you know, a big one of kind of my social medias, the content that I do, is just continuing to inspire you know hundreds of thousands of people to be better give them better education give them some sort of free advice to better themselves you know to become better people and you know like I say if I was say if I can change one person a day to become better and wake up with a dream, that's that's what I want to do. And then business-wise, you know, of course, I have my own goals with business-wise of where I want to expand, develop. But, you know, for me this year is, is a lot about just focusing on, you know, bodybuilding, inspiring people, educating people, giving people that information that they never knew that can allow them to get to another level and continue to grow the the brand and the coaching brand and the name, the team to the tank name and everything that, I, everything that I run.
0: You have some serious potential to take it all the way, which is something that, you know, even with Charlie on the podcast earlier as well, we were talking about, like, you're probably one of the people that we can see really going really far as well. So if we go into the more tangible stuff that people really want to hear, like what does your nutrition look like when it comes to day to day? And I know it's ever changing. And what do you like to look into when looking into, let's say food choices? I know in your current goals and how bodybuilding looks, it is a lot more structured, right? And a lot of people struggle with just structure, but How did you really optimize for digestion, foods you like, what you can actually stick to sustainably for the long term? And uh, how
1: does that actually look like for you? Yeah. And when you're touching on nutrition lifestyle versus bodybuilding two very different things when it comes to nutrition like bodybuilding is extremely regimented bodybuilding is extremely you know structured not everyone can do the lifestyle it's it's very you know kind of you know living day to day truthfully that is how i like to live like that is Mm -hmm. truly how i like to live and that's how i've always done it like no matter how many food choices i can open to now i like to just keep it simple have a regimented routine have my meals prepped every day and how i work with everything you know with tasks i need to do every day is just 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 the basics like i don't need like crazy crazy difficult yeah, so like it's it's very kind of strict. My diet right now is not crazy high in calories, believe it or not. Like I, I've been on like seven thousand calories a day of no cheats, like absolutely no cheats. Seven thousand calories of clean, and let me tell you, like that is a full time job alone. But you know, it's it depends. Like depending where you are with your physique, it depends how your food's kind of up or down. Right now, obviously, I'm here in Dubai. I would like to like to say I look half decent when i'm here so i like to scale calories down a little bit to kind of get in shape and then you know when i'm back home and things i like to push them up get strong and build the size that's that's needed
0: of course and i really do wish people would understand as well you know this is what frad likes doing this is what his actual lifestyle is and that's what it looks like for him that doesn't necessarily mean that's what it's going to look like for you and You know, one thing I hear so, so often is I want to go to the gym, I want to build muscle and just lose a bit of fat, but I don't want to look like a Mm. bodybuilder.
1: Can you please explain that? Doesn't happen by accident. I love this. I love this. (laughs) First question, like a lot of people will come to me and say, you know, obviously with my coaching, you know, because I have a very big coaching brand and. You know, Brad, I want to build some muscle, but I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. Like I don't wanna, you know, be the size of you. I don't wanna, you know, look like such and such. And like honestly, it does not happen by accident. You what you're talking about a 24-hour job here, you're talking about very good genetics. It's you know, I always say to a lot of people, and you know, you'll see in the gym, you'll see like kind of like an Olympia bodybuilder or something. People like, I would never want to look like him. Like you could never look like him if you even wanted to. Like it's that is a genetic elite of elite. And when it comes to building muscle, like it doesn't always need to be bodybuilding related or looking massive. Like I always say to people, like when I, when, when anyone comes to me and they say, you want to build muscle, I say, what does that mean? He'd be like, I want to build muscle. I'd be like, but why do you want to build muscle? What does building muscle to you do for you? Like, and then they'd be like, I always say it to people that like, I always want to bring this up on the podcast is whenever I ask someone that question, he'll always say, this might sound stupid, but, and then he'll say, I want to look better in the top. Or I want to look better on a night out. I want to look better for girls, whatever. And I would say that is literally the answer I'm asking you. Like that was the not stupid answer. That was the real answer. Because that's why people want to train and build muscle. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel more confident. Whether you want to go out, get to your girls, whatever. Like this is why people have a driving force to build muscle. It doesn't always need to be bodybuilding related or competing related.
0: Exactly. When people just want to lose the value to be able to take their shirt off, they need to understand that, everything in terms of concepts and the mentality and mindset needed to get to where Brad is can definitely be applied to your life and needs to be applied to your life to at least get to a certain extent right and definitely of course that can be in a more flexible and a more enjoyable way for you it doesn't mean that you know, what Brad does has to be 100% exactly what you do to get to that physique where, you know, you are able to just go to the beach and be confident. That doesn't have to be the case. And, of course, Brad's extremely, extremely good at actually building that out for people as well. And that's where he's actually gone into the whole coaching side of things. And, of course, I do know that he knows what is needed as well to get to every level because if you know how to get to a certain level... That means you've been at a certain level before and the basic level of getting from A to B isn't difficult to explain or coach mm-hmm. where if Brad is on the top of the top, getting 20% of the way there where that's where you want to be to feel healthy and confident isn't difficult for someone who is at that level to coach. They 100% have been there, know what it what it takes to get there. And of course, they've gone to more advanced level with where they're at. So,
1: And you know, when, when you say like the top, like, To me i'm absolutely not at the top but okay someone else might say okay like what you've achieved is amazing i would love to achieve what you have but you know for me i'm far from the top that's why i always think it's very important to be open and willing to learn no matter kind of where you've scaled to like where i scaled to from five years ago to now i've got to change i've got to adapt i've got to look i've got to be inspired by other people and the people where i look at they're at the top and then they get then you speak to them and they're not at the top. Someone else is at the top. And then someone else at the top. And you'll find like wherever through life, whether it's bodybuilding business or anything, there's levels to everything that you do. Like what I feel like I'm at now is I feel like I'm miles away from my goal and I'm chasing it. But then someone else is looking at me and be like, I want to be like him. And then I look at it and inspired. i got mentors, I got business mentors, they're getting mentored, they're getting mentored, and it's 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 crazy. It's like and that's what that's what is exciting about waking up every day it's like a it's like a prestige you know you got to prestige up the ranks and it's it's the same with everything like that's what I love about
0: living. It's the absolute winner's mindset you know understanding and knowing there's always someone that knows more than you and is at a higher level than you that you can learn from and really knowing that you want to get there and you know that you need the support and guidance to actually get there so if we actually go back to you know where you're at with training the biggest question i always get asked is you know how do you stay consistent and how do you get motivated to get training Mm. i know you got to a point where you know it doesn't take motivation right Mm. but
1: how do other people get there yeah so like i will speak of me and then i can speak for someone else i will say this and it blows a lot of people away for what i do like i do not train the prime the the primary force behind me training is not to look good it's not to look good. The the looking good when I train is a bonus to my hard work. Why I train is because it gives me so much kind of mental satisfaction of kind of going in there, clearing my head, feeling stress-free. When you go in the gym, it's a stress-free environment. You can go in there for an hour and I I can never get that feeling anywhere else. You know, when I can go in there and I can come back out, my day feels amazing, no matter how hard your day has been before you go in there. So that's a real reason of why I train. And when you apply the work, when you apply the work outside the gym, you end up with a good physique. So, you know, I think kind of anyone who's struggling to motivate themselves to train, I think try to find a little, you know, everybody goes through stress, everyone goes through pain. I think try to use training as a as an out-release for that, you know, as an outcome for that. And I think, you know, when you go in there, put your headphones on, get in your zone, most importantly, have a plan, like, have a plan. Like, the worst thing anyone can do in the gym is go in the gym and not be unconfident of what they're doing and not knowing, you know, kind of how to direct themselves around a gym for a program because that's not going to improve anybody's confidence or motivation to train every day. You've got to see progress. You've got to see progress. You've got to go in there with a plan. Go in there and make your own environment. And if anyone is kind of struggling with motivation, I would say, like, you only struggle with motivation is because you don't see enough progression, like... You don't see enough progression you don't see motivation like it's i guarantee if you took your top off and you were seeing your physique progress every time getting yourself bigger getting yourself abs whatever you want you would not struggle with motivation 100 percent. and i think the first step of that is always action mm. so when action
0: produces the results it gives you the motivation to take action again and it's this constant cycle of needing a crazy amount of motivation just to get in there for the first week or two weeks or three weeks I promise you, as soon as you go in consistently for two weeks, if you set yourself a target of going, let's say, four times a week to the gym, or even if it's starting to train at home, just doing bodyweight workouts, whatever it is, you will feel better mentally, you will feel better physically, and you'll get to a point where you want to go again, and it's not a chore, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, of course, taking it 100 steps back from where you're at right now, but I think that's for 99.9% of the people looking to get into exercise and wanting to really build their physique, especially with a busy lifestyle Mm. and a thousand things going on, that can be the most difficult first step for them, just
1: building that momentum. Yeah, And And you mentioned a good point there. It's not a chore. Like, don't see it as a chore. And I always say to people like, you know, I'm very big on the client transformations that I get. I get the emotional trigger out of them. You know, like like I mentioned about the building muscle. You don't want to build muscle. Why do you want to build muscle? To look better, feel better, look better in clothes, etc. And I would say if you feel like training is a chore for you right now, you don't have a you don't you don't understand your goal of why you want to train. Like because if I was to tell you where you're at right now, of where you're unhappy with how you look to how you could look, it then becomes not a chore to achieve what you want to look like. It's not a chore anymore. it's it's, it's a drive every single day. yeah if we actually really push
0: that into where that's really helping you in your personal life as well how do you feel that mindset of like knowing that you just need to push past the initial barrier to become
1: consistent how has that helped you in your personal life would you say yeah massively massively with everything like I said bodybuilding is the is the greatest teacher you know Mm -hmm. in my life it's it's set me up to to overcome a lot like I I 110% would not be Where I am today, still going, still growing business, I would like to think better than ever if I didn't understand how to overcome setbacks because, like, I ran into kind of a lot of shit in the way, a lot of roadblocks where I originally thought, you know, this is it. Like, it was only supposed to happen for three years or so. But again, like I said, with friendship groups of everything, like you've got to be open to adapt in life. You've got to be open to move. What you were originally doing three years ago is not always the same road that you'll be on the next three years. You've got to be open to adapt and move. Um, and that's what I did, and that's what's allowed me to kind of to kind of get there. Yeah,
0: and I can imagine, you know, with I always say with like the people that get the furthest, they've also had the biggest setbacks and the lowest of the lows people that have achieved the highest and have been at the highs have all been at the lows and it's probably significantly lower lows than most people think so for you what was your lowest low and what did that feel like how did you overcome that
1: yeah i would say for me it's probably around when the covid time hit it was probably the ultimate lowest for me you know covid time hit originally at the start of covid you know i didn't have anywhere to turn until we originally kind of snuck around the, the the backs of things and then find ways to train but originally i didn't have anywhere to train you know and that kind of knocked me massively downhill not just me everybody i know it knocked everyone downhill because first of all it knocked everyone downhill with the training aspect because i told you training i don't train for a good physique i train for a for how i how it makes me feel and when that's get taken away from you you then downward spiral a lot and you kind of build yourself up in your thoughts your brain becomes a fog so that and then when COVID actually cleared and people got back to the gym, that's originally when I needed my next knee surgery. So I had a, my, my knee went again ex- exactly after that, which is a long story short, it's like a cartilage wasting disease and so like And my knee went again. So then I needed another, you know, four months off from that point. So you're talking like, that's what I said, like I'm 23 right now, but I've missed at least two and a half years of actual consistent training. If you add all the kind of six months back to back of other, be on crutches, be for surgery, be be this and that's what I said. I, I honestly believe ninety nine point nine percent of people would have would have quit by this point, or at least you know, at least redirected to something else, doing something else because, you know, they would just think it's it's not for me, but I've just been open to adapt. What do you think helped you build that mindset into being adaptable and being open to adapt to all of you know like what what i think it's the people i involve myself around a lot you know i'll say there's a there's a good friend of mine called tadas he he helped train me you know he's a he's a i would like to say he's a he's a mentor he's a good friend of mine i see him as a mentor as well and you know he learned me the adaptation of of training he learned me the adaptation of it's not all about just heavy weight especially when you have injuries when you have problems like i have you know it's not all about being as strong as you can because you're going to run into a brick wall very quick and you're gonna you're gonna end it before you know it Learned me how to adapt training and you know it's building the trust factor when someone tells a bodybuilder who's stubborn to change your training the way you do and start doing what I do start training with tempo start training with this most people were like shut up like we're not doing that it's and I did it I trusted the guy at the time you know he's a very good friend of mine now and you know I trusted him he learned me how to adapt the training style and then I started applying that in every different aspect like I believe if I can adapt my training when I believe there's only one way to train is more weight more weight more weight and start to learn different methods you know time and attention all these different things of how you can develop a physique i then just started to do other aspects of that around not just i am getting i'm using bodybuilding for an example of everything else that i've that i've managed to outreach and outsource with Mm -hmm. yeah because
0: i'm assuming that's where you can really build the resilience to do it consistently again and again being open to learning and always always being open to change because i think people get stuck in comfort of doing the same things and that's why they fail to grow you only grow in your discomfort you don't tend to grow in your comfort zone and it's been said a thousand times but it's like living examples of this if people have gotten to this level of doing this again and again and are still looking at how to grow and improve it's really something to take away so for you personally what do you want to go into next and how does social media content for you look like because Of course, that's something that's
1: really interesting as well. Hmm. Yeah, and the social media content is a great one to speak about. You know, like, in yourself, you know, have a fantastic business. The business has grown. We all have kind of aims and goals of what we want to achieve. And I think from an outside perspective, you know, first of all, people look at, like, these guys make a living from social media. That must be amazing. That must be easy. Like... again you probably agree what I do on a daily basis is like a military operation of how I how we structure posts from my you know from my business mentors from my videographers to my content creators like you have a team and it's like a military operation to to do an Instagram account and, and post like I am the I. am the only person on my Instagram account, but we have a lot of discussions at tables of kind of directions of things that we're going to take. One thing is not degrade the quality and service to continue increasing the quality and service. You know, I always believe my brand is about quality, other than quantity. And you know, I always believe if I can turn over every single client transformation that comes to me, that is the ultimate goal. All right, it's like that is the realistic goal. All right, it might not always happen, but that's the ultimate goal that I that I strive for. So is you know continue to expand my name which i believe we've done well and then now start to you know employ and hire so and the reason i like to employ and hire now and bring kind of coaches inside the brand is so the quality will not dip. Like the the quality in service will not dip. The quality in transformations will not dip. And I think that's important. And a lot of people say, but why? You know, why are you going to kind of bring someone else in the brand? And again, I don't want to mention names, but this is all kind of organized for the future. Is because like one person can't coach 100 clients. Like, okay, he can, but you're going to get a decrease in service. And it's not what I will ever do for anybody. We know, you come, you pay service, and and you're going to get the rewards and the results for doing so. So yeah, it's continue. Getting back to your question is, expand you know continue to expand
0: 100 percent,
1: and that's a
0: huge huge thing that is of course worthy of respect because you know for a fact that fulfillment is people get so caught up in Mm. you know just the marketing content legion sales where they really let the product the service drop and of course that's something that you're always always going to focus on because you want the best for your client as well making those life-changing transformations and helping people on their journey And that's what really brings about longevity as well because people know that you're the person to come to as well when you want the help and you want a good service and you want to be taken care of as well. What can people expect with what you want to post, how you want to help people going further
1: with the front end side of things, with the content? Yeah, the content now is mastering your formal execution. If you're rubbish at formal execution, I'm going to be on your back. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you know, it's, it's a lot of kind of, you know, it, of course, my bodybuilding journey is also there as well. I like to document my journey. That's what originally started me. But now is... You know, with the success that I've got, how many people can I now help be successful as well? You know, whether it's physique development, whether it's personal training, whether it's anything. Because at the end of the day, it comes to achieving a good physique. And however you want to market yourself, it starts with getting a good physique of your own. Like before you're going to help someone else, help yourself. Like it's, it's. I always say, if you want other people to invest in you, you've got to invest in yourself first. You know, so kind of that is the ultimate goal for me at the minute of kind of the the direction which I'm going with things. So I've also known Shauna, who is your girlfriend. Do you want to actually give us a
0: little run through as to how you met, how that's maybe helped you in your personal life as well? Because I think that's an interesting topic that most people want to know, don't really understand about how big of a factor that is into your growth and development as to where
1: you're at right now. Yeah, I think having someone who supports you is a big one. You know, someone who supports... You, your goals, and, and someone who can grow with you and develop with you, because like I like I said, it's 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 development in life. You know, a lot of things change from what I was doing six years ago, and in my life, like so much has changed in six years from everything, from bodybuilding to business to publicity to kind of going places and and kind of. Be in the face of where you need to go. It's it's pressure for the person who's with you as well, because not everybody wants that. Like not everybody can deal with that. Not everybody wants kind of like a pub- publicity type of thing of where you type your name into the internet and it's all over the internet and it's you know it's the person you've with has has to support that as well. So yeah, taking it all the way back, how did you guys meet? It's quite funny how we met. I was sixteen. I was sixteen when we met each other, and how we met each other is the first gym that I went to at a local gym. And I was getting the bus to the gym because I was too broke. I couldn't afford a car. I wasn't driving. So I would get the bus every single day to the gym. I would leave the gym. I would get back to the bus stop again and again. Everybody, nobody likes really getting the bus. You always feel like you you know, you, you feel broke enough getting the bus. So she actually had a car because she's older than me. She picked me up. She would take me home. And I thought it was kind of a one-off thing. Every single day, she'd pick me up, take me to the gym, drop me back off. Like, so it was like a full-on D2 every single time we go to the gym. And we did that for literally two years. Like literally two years, a year and a half, we did that back to back every single day. It's just so I could gym just so I could get to the gyms, just so I could train and develop my physique of what I wanted to achieve. And then, you know, eventually I got my car. I would owe back the lifts. You always owe back the lifts the someone who's give you lifts. And yeah, like we've we've kind of developed from there. We've been all around the world together. You know, she support me for all my shows. The whole Dubai thing now, wherever I go, yeah, you know, I was in Vegas in December, Dubai now, be back home for a little bit in the UK, then you know, back to Dubai. I'm always travelling around the world. And you know, to bring her around with me. You know, to to bring her on, to, to make her live, like, the life I want to is one is for being supportive, you know, of, of trusting. It, it involves trust. You know, when you get a 16-year-old kid who tells who tells you that he wants to achieve things, a lot of people are kind of in fairyland. And sticking with it, because, believe me, like, there's a lot of shit that happens in order to get to where I am now. It's never sales moving. Like, there's multiple times, multiple arguments, multiple things, like, where you fall off track. But, uh, yeah... Like, honestly, someone who sticks with you, the least I can do is, is give them a good lifestyle now as well.
0: 100%. And, you know, this is something that I would, of course, I consider a successful relationship as well. So what kind of advice would you give other people in terms of where they're at? What kind of, let's say, mistakes would you say people do make in terms of, going into the
1: whole relationship side of things. Yeah, this is a really good one. I think a lot of people make mistakes when they go into relationships. First thing, they th- they feel like they need to be in a relationship. You don't need to be in a relationship if you're working on yourself. I always say work on yourself and you'll find the person that you're supposed to be with because what you do on a daily basis of you know whether it's training whether it's bodybuilding whether it's business whether it's football well you name it like you name it you just do what you do and your, and your partner should support what you do like I speak to so many people and so many clients say to me like listen I'm gonna have to quit Brad why because my missus just doesn't support what I do she feels like I'm putting in too much work like this, that and the other, like it should be supportive. Like you should support them, they should support you. You should not have to change your vision, should not have to change a dream just because of the relationship you're in. Because like I don't like to speak upon it, but like to me it sounds like you're in the wrong relationship. To to me it sounds like you can have someone who's more supportive. And then, you know, going on the factor of how do you get someone who's supportive, I believe, you know, I truly believe someone is given to you of what you do. So if if that sense, I would say continue to work on yourself develop yourself build yourself and i'm sure you will find you'll find some support in the same field as you 100% and i think people
0: skip that factor and try and fill this gap in terms of what they want instead of working on themselves and developing themselves as people and that's where you see the cracks later on and you realize that values don't align and people are too scared to get out of that situation or they got into that situation out of fear of being alone or being lonely and that's where you know you may have tr- troubles in the long term, whether people like to admit it or not. So where did you feel that you knew that this was something where your values aligned with your partner and
1: that was something that you really wanted to pursue? You know, it's, it's the whole trust and the journey thing as well you know like trusting the journey you know when you have a goal you both support each other with each goals like she helps me in many ways I help her in many ways as well to develop as a person and you know I just I just think you, that's, a, that's a must when you come to find someone and be in an actual relationship like I always say there's there's millions of girls but there's not many girlfriends like there's millions of girls and one thing when you're successful when you whatever have money when you have success when you have anything you know everybody wants to be a girlfriend like, I'm not speaking, I'm speaking on everybody, you know, like anybody who's who's famous, anyone who's anything, like everybody wants to, but they don't, there's not many girlfriends who's willing to go through the shit in order to get there with them. Like I will say, everybody wants to be part of, you know, the outcome, but nobody wants to be part of the process. Exactly. And, you know, you're, of course,
0: very fortunate and lucky that, I would hate to say lucky because you built yourself up to a place where you deserve that kind of respect and that authority in terms of not just your relationship, but what you actually get out of it mutually in terms of your future together, right? And for you, did you see this as a situation where everything just clicked from the start or were there bits and pieces where you feel maybe you had to mold yourself? Because I know this is something that a lot of people do struggle with where you know they have to mold themselves or they have to mold their partner into
1: their vision of the future for themselves. It's definitely mold. Definitely got to mold yourself in. Mm -hmm. And this is funny because we we had conversations on this in the past. Like, what I do is very alien to the normal person. Mm -hmm. Like... Why are you eating six meals a day? Why do you train every single day? Why do you stand on stage in in trunks and tan? It's like, and then why do you know the business side now? Why do you work up to sixteen hours some days? Like it's it's crazy to the normal person; they can't handle it. But you know, I always believe a good person will just allow their allow their partner to go in and do the hustle, do what needs to be. But yeah, like I say, it's very alien what I do, so it's about molding it around that. And I always had a laugh, like finding another partner who doesn't, who's not even in your field to even try and explain again what you do and why you do it and why are you going to the gym today why you worked all day why you eating six meals a day it's just like you got to mold it all in again so it's yeah it's it's it takes molding
0: in but yeah i think that's something that people will always struggle to understand yeah. but when they do there's always two situations people are like right now exactly on the same goal as you and that's you know the straight line up and you're both working together on the way up or it's a situation of which is just as good, like having a cheerleader by your side supporting Mm. you and making sure that you're getting to your goals as well, because both ways get you there. It's just different paths as well. Mm. And as long as you're able to handle problems and understand each other's problems properly and communicate efficiently, then I think that's always setting yourself up for success. So is that something where you feel that you've had obstacles in the past with different situations that have come up where maybe there were misunderstandings where you both had to communicate your problems differently or where do you feel that your biggest obstacles in building this
1: into a long-term thing have come up you know I'm definitely no kind of relationship expert but like I definitely think communicating is key like communicating is key if you both got a problem a lot of people just don't say that problem and then that because that that small problem becomes a big problem that big problem then becomes something extreme so it's just like you know saying stuff and like a lot of people say oh like I shouldn't say this like literally like we just we say whatever like it's, it is what it is and that's how you can kind of you know discuss things and, and overcome these things exactly and I think that's
0: important for everything right friends relationships just so you're not building up resentment in the long term and then it all implodes and let's go for a real basic question basic for you right but something that most people want to hear so what are your top three favourite exercises for your chest back thighs tries yeah and legs overall yeah that's how we're basically i <laughs> love this question huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with basics all right the basics yeah i would say there's nothing wrong with the basics one thing you know that i must like i want to say is like these days think people overcomplicate a lot um let me tell you like the things that were happening 30 years ago 20 years ago was not being broke you know there's nothing wrong with them when you do the bench press when you do the deadlift when you do a pull up when you do a dip like all these things there's nothing wrong with doing these exercises and people try to reinvent the wheel when the wheel was never broke so when you mentioned like all right chest like we're going to speak about chest you know to develop your chest first of all get stronger bench press movements get stronger two heavy compounds where it might be a bench press might be an incline press and then you know get very good learning how to control like a like an isolation movement which can be like a pec deck or a fly you know something that is a lot more isolated we could potentially look at you know i always say deadlifts are the greatest back builder if you do them correctly a lot of people say deadlifts are dangerous deadlifts only dangerous if you do them incorrect if you do them with correct form and you don't have an ongoing issue you if you don't do them if you've got slip discs and stuff but if you haven't got any ongoing issues and you do deadlifts properly they're not they're 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 safe to do pull-ups i think are the ultimate back builder i always say to people two things i say to people find someone who can do 15 15 reps of pull-ups for five sets back to back with bad structure of his back structure as in the detail in his back and then find me someone who can pull five plates from a floor six plates from a floor with a weak back because it simply just doesn't happen if you can if you can build yourself up to achieve these numbers in do those exercises as a result of that you end up with a good back and exactly the same we'll do legs next like i will say build strength and then learn how to put that strength to work like you find me someone who can squat four five six plates with weak legs it doesn't happen because as a result of building up to four five six plates for reps you develop good legs so for legs you know we can speak about you know kind of get good at squats learn how to control things again i would say get really strong at two iso- two compound movements one isolation movement so you know kind of that's the best advice I could give to anyone looking to build muscle, you know, that's really going to help you. And then most importantly is learn the foundations with everything that you do first. And that's something that I didn't do. Like, I admit that that's when I ran into kind of tendinitis things, you know, hurt my rotator cuffs, potentially, you know, ran into injuries that I could have avoided. Because a lot of people, when they start out training, you get any kind of young young guy and gets in the gym with his pals, what do they want to do? They all just want to outlift each other. You're always going to get one guy who's going to be genetically stronger than everyone else and everyone tries to lift the 50 kilo dumbbells that he's doing it looks like his pec's going to hit the mirror. And it's like, learn how to scale back. Don't have an ego when you go in the gym and learn form and execution. Learn how to control weight with proper form. And I promise you, you'll get ahead of all your pals in the in the future. Like you'll, you'll be injury free. You'll build strength. You'll build a proper physique. It's not. Remember, I'm speaking about bodybuilding, not powerlifting. Like I'm not a powerlifter, but I can speak about body. So you know, don't go in the gym with an ego. Learn how to do proper form and execution. And I guarantee, in the long run, because it's not always about the short term. In the long run, you'll 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 outlift your friends. You'll look better than your friends. You'll you'll build the best physique. Hundred percent. And
0: and another one of those questions. For you, what have been the foods that have stayed most
1: consistent in your diet for the past few years? Foods with me foods you know you'll always kind of get a category a category of foods that work better with everybody but for me personally you know it's kind of obviously running by certain meats that i like to eat carbohydrates fats etc when it comes to kind of hot carbohydrates that i like i'm a huge fan for me my clients everybody who kind of runs my programs is is a lot of rice-based products a lot of rice-based products you'll find most people can digest very well when you kind of deviate out to other places that's when you start to run into digestion issues bloating issues but you'll find 99 percent of people are good with rice based products and what i mean by this is kind of the basmati rice the jasmine rice the cream of rice pretty much any rice based thing um when it comes to meat again is being open with kind of what meat sits well with you for me you know more like the the lean meats the chicken and then my my fat sources from the protein is more like kind of steaks and salmon and that's usually the three i stick with you know that's usually the three i stick with a lot of people is say, uh, why don't you eat other meats than, than chicken lean meats there's plenty of other lean meats than chicken I just prefer to eat chicken like it's it's eat what works best for you and then you know fat sources which I believe are very very important you know which is a big long long topic of why I like fat sources but you know kind of adding healthy fats understanding what's an unhealthy fat and what's a healthy fat a lot of people when they see the name fat they're like oh shit I shouldn't be having anywhere and I shouldn't be touching this like it's fat like yes, fat does not make you fat. Like as as silly as that sounds. But you know, fat sources you know, look at things like like your your oils. Very healthy for your body as well. Your olive oils, your avocado oils, your you know, your coconut oil, you can get them from kind of nuts and all these things. But personally for me, you know, my diet I like to stick to around oils, nut butters, kinda of like organic peanut butters and things and that's where I like to get kind of fat sources from. But fats do not make you fat.
0: Yeah, yeah. A, a big thing that most people overlook as well, as you're building up your HDL levels, making sure that you're really aware of what you're actually putting inside your body and of course like if you're trying to lose like 50 kilos and you're heavily overweight then maybe make sure that you're having more voluminous lower calorie foods Mm -hmm. which are actually fitting within your caloric intake of course and making sure that you are losing weight this is more actually making sure that you're progressing with your physique you're having a structured plan of action with your nutrition and really knowing what
1: to eat right oh yeah i'm obese did you know did you know like <laughs> if i went for like a uh, an average vmi like whatever reading i'm massively obese and very apparently unhealthy because you're obese but then it got of course it's bmi how's that feel looking forward to the end of your
0: <laughs> no you've actually built a serious amount of lean mass and i do recommend even if you're trying to just lose a heavy amount of fat rebuilding the base of muscle Mm. you're not trying to cut down into some skinny fat physique with no structure building muscle should be a goal for everyone that's a given making sure that you'll have some structure have some strength so you're not feeling weak Mm. and that is something that i think that you've also been able to implement into other people who are going for similar goals so Mm. what have you seen being the most common kind of questions that you've had from people looking to work with you
1: yeah a Common question is someone who you know, first of all, they see me cut down, they're like, How's he got so much muscle? The reason you've got muscle is because you've done the work in order to get the muscle, you've bulked up to get the muscle. I will say when someone comes to me, they're like, Brad, I want to build muscle, lose fat. Like, for starters, in in certain extents, for certain small periods of time, you can do it, but I always say, Which one, you know, where are you at right now? You're carrying belly fat, you because. A lot of people who want to develop a good physique, and this is the best advice I could give you: if you want to develop a good physique and you find that you're holding a little bit of body fat, now, per, my personal opinion, what you're best at doing is actually cutting first. You know, and because you get that kind of skinny fat, like the skinny fat look, where you're carrying belly fat but you still don't look big, and you're actually better at getting rid of that belly fat, setting foundations, and then in order to 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 build the to build the structure on there. So once you kind of set the foundations, what it allow you to do then is scale your calories up, gain strength, gain size, gain muscle and not continue to push on that belly fat because a lot of things i a lot of time i say to my clients or anyone who wanted to come on board with me is if i was to push your calories now and gain size with you now all that's going to happen is you're just going to gain more and more belly fat you might get more muscle okay but you're just going to gain more belly fat then what happens we need to cut back you do such a severe cut you lose the muscle that you gain so a lot of the times scale back set foundations and then look to build and that's going to get you the much better physique Really good answers. A
0: useful thought for most people to think about. That's the majority of people's situations, genuinely. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah and another question: You're, of course, very, very large in real life. So, if you're listening to audio, Brad, if you look at his Instagram as well, you will see
1: that Brad is an extremely large man. So, how does that affect your daily life? Yeah, like it, it is different, but of course, like you adapt to it. To me, I've been like this since I was like seventeen. Doing bodybuilding, so I kind of knew nothing else. Of course, like you wouldn't see me running down the wing playing football anymore, but is it you can do certain things? Like, there's certain things you can do that. You know, brings me a lot of positives. There's certain things that you can't do, but, like, the things I can't do, like, doesn't upset me. Like, I'll give you some funny examples. We're here in Dubai, skydive Dubai. I went to skydive Dubai to try and do a skydive. I'm stood at the desk. I stand on the scales. The woman just looks at the till and looks up. She was like, absolutely no chance. you like, 35 kilos over the limit. <laughs> so certain things you can't do, like certain things. When I spoke to, like, my last knee surgeon, I was like, the knee's good. He was like, yeah, they're good, but I'm just going to tell you one thing. Do not run like run your knees are going to be completely smashed and it's just like and the only reason behind this is not muscle it's just weight you know like when you when you heavier when you got muscle it's weight and that's what i mean like if you look at kind of a of a guy at 122 kilos at 23 it's to it's an obese if you just look at the numbers but until you actually see your physique it's it's different but of course yeah
0: 100 percent. and in daily life do you feel people look at you differently i know you're probably numb to it right now but you know, when you were getting big as well, do you feel people looked at you differently, treat you differently as well?
1: Yeah, potentially, depending where you go. Of course, being big comes with certain things. Like, I would say to people, why do you want to get big? Gives you more confidence. Gives you kind of more like you don't get picked on. Like when you when you're bigger, it's not why I'm bigger, but of course, there's there's kind of pros that comes with it. So and I, I believe that's what starts a lot of people to get bigger. Like there's no one wants to feel small. You want to feel confident with your own body. You don't need to be bodybuilder size, but you need to be confident with your own body and I think that's what a lot of people are
0: really striving for right now it's kind of that validation for themselves to make sure that you know they're feeling good about themselves and they know that they're able to achieve it but silently I feel like a lot of people do want the recognition for getting that big from external validation as well as much as they want to fight it themselves making sure that you're also understanding that you can get to that point like Brad did get to that point where he does feel confident does feel healthy in himself and you know, people do recognize that and respect that. It's always, always an achievement worthy of respect because it's one of the only things that, you know, you can't buy. You can't yeah. buy your
1: way into physique. It's a stated symbol of the hard work that you've put in. Yeah. I also think, body dysmorphia is a is a is a topic that really needs and body dysmorphia is like of course body dysmorphia is pretty much so no one who knows what it is it's pretty much you never feel good enough within your own body you're always chasing the next thing you know what you started off now and what you are in six months is still not good enough for you you're always chasing so when it comes to body dysmorphia I think it, and again like of course everyone has it like you probably have it I have it you what you look at yourself in the mirror you're like my chest could be way better my arms are rubbish but they're way better than they were six months ago so and I think understanding how to appreciate progress and understanding and progress will help with body dysmorphia i'm a big believer in tick check-ins write write down journals write down books see progression in your life like all right if you progress this much in six months what are you going to progress like in the next year and a half like see progression like this so i think body dysmorphia is a big one because you brought up the topic of like i feel confident within my own body now like and that's kind of more of mental control and physical control because a lot of people have great physiques but they're unhappy a lot of people have great bodies but they're unhappy because they've not appreciated the progress that they've that they've not appreciated the progress they've not took note of their progress they've not documented their progress like would, would, would you agree 100 percent.
0: i don't think that it's talked about enough as well how big of a problem body dysmorphia how prevalent it actually is in especially the bodybuilding space especially in the fitness industry i guarantee you of the people in the gym aren't actually happy with their physique regardless of how you may see them as to how many steps above they may be compared to where you're at but for you personally how did you overcome that and how do you feel you developed in terms
1: of building self-confidence within yourself and accepting that you're on a journey because i didn't just and i'm not now you know i i believe in mastering a physique becomes in mastering your mentality like you got to master the mentality if you want to master your physique, because like I mentioned, you know there's lots and lots of people who have a great physique but don't have the mentality to go with it, and they never feel good enough. So kind of how I kind of go past the the body dysmorphia thing, which I'm not gonna say I'm past it. You know, I, I look at myself every single day and I see five things that I can improve on, but I don't let it. I don't let it dictate my emotions for that day. You know, it doesn't let it doesn't ruin my day because I'm working towards it. And I think like overcoming body dysmorphia is improving your mentality more than your physical appearance. Like, honestly, like, you even get these girls these days who just, you know, kind of... And I use girls for an example because girls speak about it a lot. They go out in leggings. They go out in short, like, vests. And they're not in the best shape, all right? But they're happy with how they look. And to me, I think that's amazing. Like, it's amazing. You don't need to be bodybuilder, rip, shredded, like, amazing legs. Like, to me, it's what makes you feel happy. Like, to what makes me feel happy, what I want to achieve, someone else could be half kind of the, they they could be another 5% body fat from what I'm at right now and be over the moon. To me, that's overcoming body dysmorphia, not always feeling like you've got a rubbish physique. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that, you know, comparison is a thief
0: of joy and that's been something that's been so heavily emphasized because of social media, right? And the level of average has become so much higher than it actually is in real life, as in 99.9% of people are actually at average and the 0.0001% of people who are extremely above average are the people that you see on social media so what kind of role has social media played in your life as to how you see other people how you see yourself
1: Hmm. yeah I think social media there's many pros there's many cons to social media I think a lot of people would agree going back to what I said is the people that you follow, make sure they inspire you, make sure they motivate you. Do not follow the amount of people that bring up a post, look at something and be like, I feel shit about myself because I've just seen that person looking so good. It's not an inspiration to you, just unfollow them. Look at someone who say, you know what, this girl, this guy, i followed the journey, they've done so well, they've overcome setbacks, I can do the same. Like, I can do it. To me, that's a person you should follow. So, you know, social media, there's lots of pros. You know, it's, a, it's, it's allowed me to inspire a lot. It's allowed a lot of people to inspire me. So I think, you know, kind of be aware of what you look at on social media, be aware, also understand social media only shows the good things in life, it never shows the negatives, and to me personally, you know, I can speak, I do show the, the pros and cons of everything I go through, but I'm telling you, if you follow your biggest influencer, you know, it's it's most likely just showing the cool stuff in life, it's not always that cool. Exactly, and that's one thing that
0: is really, really big to take away, that social media is only surface level, and you should really be looking for people that really provide value and help you in your life and in your journey. And speaking of, where can they find you on social media? This is something that we've been
1: talking about for a long time and never really said. Yeah, so, you know, social media, my main platform is Instagram. So it's at Brad Willis, B-R-A-D-W-I-L-L-I-S, 10. One zero. So Brad Willis 10 is my main platform for I, people being on my back non-stop about YouTube. I obviously used to do my YouTube through my sponsors but obviously I'm going to be starting my own personal YouTube. I've got a videographer here in Dubai etc and I've, I've just you know got my personal videographer now so we're going to be starting a lot of YouTube stuff. Somewhat, getting back, Instagram you know, Instagram's my main platform I want to start podcasts and stuff. I'm going to tell you I don't do many podcasts. You asked me to do this podcast today I thought you know what I'm going to stop being lazy I'm going to go do the podcast <laughs> and I'm going to do it but I could count on one hand how many podcasts I've actually done so maybe setting up some sort of podcasting in the the future would be very cool but instagram's on the platform love to hear i came here and you know
0: charlie really pushed me into that as well with the podcasting thing because he started for the business side of things but love to hear it so i will update everyone as well when you're on youtube and of course really make sure that you do check out the links below for instagram and one last question to wrap it up so what is the one thing about yourself
1: that you wish that everyone could know but no one knows you know one thing i would say is is i'm me like i'm literally me kind of when i speak like when i speak today like you'd think i kind of new topics of what i do how i speak like you'll find like anyone friends family girlfriend of people close to me like i always say like I'm, i'm literally just me with no script like it's love or hate it like it's just be you and I was thinking because a lot of people think I th- like what you do is like, oh, he speaks upon all these topics. Like, it must have been at least scripted for the podcast. Like, literally, we met each other just at a business event, and it's just like, all right, cool, let's start the mic, start the recording, and see where it goes. So, it's yeah, just I, I am just me, like, wherever I go. Exactly. We've only probably started talking, <laughs> and we've basically made this happen.
0: And of course, he's opened up and shared so much value. And I really, really hope that you guys found this useful as well. So, please do follow Brad. Brad is on Instagram. and if you want to keep learning more about how you can lose fat, build real muscle really improve your life, then stay in the community, follow, subscribe, and follow all of us on our journeys. And hit up Brad if you have any questions on how any of this works so he can yeah. actually help you out. He's most often on Instagram to reply to messages. So thank you so much, Brad. Thank you all for coming right. on. I appreciate you appreciate a lot.
1: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks.